Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Niddle. Let's just let that play all the way out. And good night. Hey, welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. Where we're going to play oh, yeah. it twice. Just going yeah. to Not really. Did you play in that? No. How's no. it going? I'm Bark. To my left is Arms. To my right is Knit. Hola. Knit's nice and, uh, nice and freshly cut and, and drinking out of uh, what looks like a, a silver solo cup. Uh, ten, uh, silver ten, solo cup. Tin solo cup. I kind of like it. I'll feel it's, it's a nice looking cup. It's nearly indestructible. So what's a haircut like? Huh? Notice you recently got one of those. What's the haircut like? Did I? No. Does my hair look? Did you? It looks. No. no? It's been 14 years since I've had a haircut. Yeah. He just he just looked in the mirror this morning and was like, I want to look 14 again. <sighs> that's like that. That's that, that style that, you know, you're like, I'm going to get me some women. He's like, I'm not a doll. I'm a real boy. Tight and right, baby. That's what I tell him. Keep it tight. I comb it right. Keep it tight. Hit it right. Keep it tight. <laughs> Hit it right. Little Bubba Sparks up in here? Yeah. yeah. Arms knows what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Arms knows. Sparks. The greatest rapper alive. <laughs> Is he Indeed. still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Oh. He, he did disappear for the last decade, so. No, no. He's actively Which is saying music. something because he's the size of me and arms. Yeah. <laughs> so for him to disappear. He lost, he lost a lot of weight, actually. It took a. Uh, Took to act, an act of government control to make him disappear. Absolutely, some sort of witness protection type program. Bub Sparks ain't afraid of nothing. No, how old is he? Like greatest 72? rapper alive? No, Wasn't no, he pretty no, old no. when he started rapping? No, he was. He's way younger than Eminem. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's he didn't probably come around until his... what two, two thousand five, something like I'd, that. Maybe I, I would venture to say he's probably thirty eight ish. Thirty eight, something like that. Something like that. Man, I'm gonna. You gonna make me Google this? No, no, no. I got it because oh, okay. I'm the one answering the question. How many Man, X's? Man, you gonna make me break out my Google? How many X's? Was it three X's? I think it's three X's. Okay. Like okay. moonshine. S P A R X X X X X. Yeah, that might be Lisa yeah. Sparks. Ooh, yeah. I'd rather <laughs> no, I'd rather watch mind. Lisa Sparks than listen to Bubba Sparks. I don't know. Is that how the Los day. Angeles Sparks? Is that how the Los Angeles Sparks? Were? No, no, that's not how they. They, they, they just went CKS. No, R- no. RKS. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> CKS. Uh. Did I spell Spacks? <laughs> I, I, I spell Sucks. <laughs> Los oh, Angeles man. Sucks. You said Spacks, and it reminded me of something. AJ Spacks. Dire. No, unfortunately, oh. it's too uh, early for. a... Oh, it's because too early for a spelling bee. This is a weird connection. Even if it's like middle school slash elementary. Sorry, go ahead. You said Spacks, Spacks. and it made me think of Stan Lee. I I can't, I'll tell you why in a second, but moment of silence. We we have plenty of those throughout the show. They're awkward moments of silence. Awkward moment of silence. This one's for Stan. Why Spacks? You said Spacks, and it reminded me of a clip I watched yesterday where, where, uh, Stan Lee is the FedEx guy mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Civil War, the movie Civil War, mm-hmm. and he shows up to give Tony Stark a package. He's like, "Are you Tony Stank?" <laughs> and like, you know, the War Machine guy's like, "Yep, this is yep, Tony Stank. That's yeah, you're at the right place, buddy." Nice. Uh, he said "Spack," and it reminded me of Stank. And I watched that clip yesterday and shed a tear just because I did see a nice little commemorative meme, and it was Stan Lee showing up to heaven and God saying to him. You know, you're pretty good at creating universes yourself there, kid. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't know who you're talking about. Stan Lee, the Marvel guy. Oh, I forgot. And it's like, oh, watch that stuff. I'm not 12, even though I comb my hair over like I'm 12. Hey, Niddle's uh, a good front. All business. He is. is All business, business. apparently. We're watching. You know, he he does a fantasy football podcast, but. Yeah. All business. Doesn't know what Iron Man is. (laughs) I've, I've, ne- I've never heard of Infinity War. What's this? We're watching Marvel movies, and he's at home watching uh, Business and Dollars on CNN Money. Is sure. that a thing? <laughs> I it's made it. Is. It's business, probably close. Business and Dollars? I feel like that's actually it's a thing. something like that. Business and Dollars. Business and Dollars on CNN Money. Generically correct. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It sounds like something CNN have. We may have to look that up. <laughs> Welcome to Business and Dollars with Chad Niddle. Yes. <laughs> Nick Mullins, not that good. Uh, we've got the interview right here. Don't don't look at my mouth. 
We're on the phone with Brett Farr. Brett Farr, are you surprised that, uh, Brad, that Nick Mullins is mediocre? I'm not surprised. There's a reason he wasn't drafted. Uh, I've watched him his whole career. Uh, I'm not surprised that uh, he didn't have a good game tonight. Well, there you go. The only, he, the only people remote, remotely surprised are delusional Raiders fans, and they're all sitting there like, what? what? No, no. We're that bad. We're that <laughs> yeah. bad. I mean, Nick Mullins wasn't god-awful, but he it wasn't We can great. make an, a very – parish quarterback looks spectacular against our defense yeah i mean they they made they just let pierre garçon like run free a couple times against them i mean it raiders bad uh nick mullins is almost as bad yeah he's not he's not great hopefully he shakes it off and has another good game after this one but uh yeah. He tries real hard, though. He does try real hard. He tries really hard. When he's he a good kid. Well, he's, you know, a, he's a good cookie. Honestly, there's if you I watched most of the game last night, and there's a lot of throws. You're like, man, that kid just putting it on the money. The very next play, throws it a yard behind him, and you're like, <sighs> there was a couple though. That's the uh, difference between a professional quarterback and a, a, a practice squad quarterback. Consistency, there. but there was like the interceptions that. Uh, uh, or at least the one interception that, uh, uh, again, your boy, quick guy. Quick guy? Marquise Goodwin. Okay. Uh, Goodwin. Deflected to BJ Goodson. Yeah. It, I, yeah. That one's more on Goodwin. I mean, it was a zone coverage, and he, and Goodwin continued to run. And you see, you saw in the re, you saw uh, Nick Bones on the sideline look at the little the little blue thing. Hey, like Microsoft Look at the service, service, and he was kind of like disgusted. I it, 100% on Goodwin, you know? Man in money tablet. Yeah. I can't believe you don't know what it is. I know. Man, you run through, zone, you sit down. It was zone. He continued to run through. And that's on, That one's on the receiver. That's the difference between a practice squad receiver and a guy who's really fast. That's the only reason Goodwin's in this game. Correct. Ouch. He's not really that good of a of a receiver. He's just no. faster than Jimmy everyone G. Else. Made him look real good, but uh, yeah, but for what fifty catches, nine hundred yards. I mean, okay, yeah. he's good at going no this pro, way. No Pro Bowls yet. For, yeah. No Pro Bowls. Goodwin yeah. runs this way. He's not very Star. well. He run, when he runs this way, not so good. Yeah, he's like a Ted Ginn like. Yeah, yeah, he, he's good at going vertical. Ted Ginn can actually go left and right. He can. That's why I call yeah. Goodwin a light. Ted okay. Ginn light. Yeah. Uh, the the Saints signed Brandon Marshall. As a Des replacement, Des tore his uh, Achilles that fast. First practice. First practice, last play of the practice. I listened to her podcast <laughs> and fast-forwarded it through the first 10 minutes of it because all we talked about was Des. Because it was, was completely like, relevant. But it was Dookie. such a good topic. Okay. Like, so they threw up the X. <laughs> Apparently, most of the Saints really respect him, want him back on the team, which, you know, is amazing considering you uh, practice with him one time. Yeah. But, uh, you dude, know. Dude, I, like Nate Burleson on NFL Network was wearing a Dez shirt that was like gold and it was D and it was the the symbol sideways to make an E, the Saint symbol turned sideways, whatever that's called. Oh, gosh. Uh, and, and a Z. And I'm a like, Fleur de Lee. Fleur de Lee. I was trying to think of the what The guy it was. literally never played a down, not even in preseason for the Saints. Guys, yeah. okay. He is loved. I, I think he would have been the de facto number two receiver, and I don't think Brandon Marshall is going to be that. No. Right. Brandon Marshall is going to what, catch slot, a ball again? Slot in behind Cam Meredith. Yeah. Well, Cam's on IR. So? <laughs> okay. I know I know you like Brandon Marshall, but he's just not what he used to be. No, I don't. He hadn't created separation in three years, so he's done. Like Terrell just, Owens is a better wide receiver. I right would now. actually, I think that would have been a better, Terrell Owens. better sign. Better signing, no doubt. Absolutely. I think Chad Ochocinco or Johnson or whatever he goes by these days. He's been awfully quiet. Yeah. Why has he not been trying to get he's signed? He's been awfully quiet. I don't know. He'd be a good. He, he'd he be must a have good. talked Chad Ocho Johnson Jr. Yeah, that one. Okay, he'd be a good uh, signing for the Isn't Saints. Is his son a wide receiver? Chad Ocho Cinco the third. He is. Yeah, I think so. He is. Was yeah. his? Did his father change his name? I, I highly Johnson, doubt that. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, how do you? Is there a the Chad Ocho Cinco Senior? <laughs> no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, did. No, he just <laughs> he just decided that he was gonna he was the junior already, so he's gonna remain a junior. Even the okay, okay. Let's yeah. uh, let's talk about some surprises. The, week ten brought us a ton. Did, did we mention Cooper Cup being on IR? I think I was we did before show. the show, but not after. Which is 
moment. Moment of silence. <laughs> you don't need a you don't need a moment of silence for a Cooper court Cup. ACL. You don't yeah. even know who Stan Lee was, and you were silent for I a second. Know You're like, who? Lee. First off, he'll be back. It took me a second. He'll All be right. back, and he'll be as good as he was. the The interesting thing to me is Josh Reynolds. I think that's going to be an interesting play. Not immediately, though. Who's going to play the slot? That, that's my question. Is Robert Woods going to go to the slot, and then Reynolds take the outside? All I'm saying is if, if you, so, I you know dial. I, I think you dial all three of them up again. That's just what I'm saying. Like you would have been able it, to it, probably not in the next couple of weeks. Let him get you know completely acclimated back into the role, so to speak. But he might be someone who's interesting to play during the fantasy playoffs. I'll give you a, another interesting scenario, and I I broke down some game film last night. Yes, no. I, I went oh, back, Josh Reynolds. I no. went no. Okay, uh, I was like, really of. Uh, of Gerald Everett, they're, they're, they're uh, no, they split him out into the slot quite a bit. So each what, tight end caught a touchdown pass yesterday. They're not. I'm not saying they're uh, not like Josh Reynolds will be their slot receiver, but not have the snap count of a Cooper Cup because they will try to install Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett's a receiving tight end primarily. He was like, you think Reynolds plays the slot? Huh. You think Reynolds plays the slot? He, I, I know he, he's more of an outside receiver, but who are you going to do? Do you shift Robert Woods more into? I, 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 I do. That's what I do. Team. Yeah, but they they have that option of bringing in, giving Gerald Everett a little bit more playing time in a split out, whether it is the slot or on the on the strong side of the offense by himself. I mean, how, however you want to do it, it's just they're. It's not going to be a direct replacement with Josh Reynolds. That's all I'm getting Oh, at. it won't. What I'm saying is keep an eye on him. If you can get him for nothing and you have someone that's hot garbage ready to drop, yeah. I, right now I'd rather have Josh Reynolds on my team than Terrell Pryor. He will not put yeah, up Cooper Pryor Cup. Yeah, didn't do anything. Yet. See, like, he, yeah, he's not going to be Cooper Cup because, I mean, frankly, <clears throat> Cooper Cup's a good receiver. Josh Reynolds, you know, he, if he gets moved – Leaving me with the hazelnut, eh? If he gets acclimated appropriately that. into the role, now that it's, all right, this is your job for the rest of the season. Get out there and prove something. Um, good chance for him to actually have a successful, you know, the rest of the year, particularly uh, week 14, 13, 14, 15, right in your, uh, the midst of your fantasy playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he, he could be a admirable fill-in. Yeah. Yes. At best, though. He's a better best. flyer than Alex Erickson that I suggested over the weekend because I thought he was going to get some extended play where A.J. Green was out. Who? And Alex Erickson. I know who you're talking about. Uh, the return guy for the Cincinnati? Yeah, man. He was, he's was he been targeted the last five games, and then you've got a receiver what, like out with an injury. No. Okay. Four, three, you know, not, not too bad. And then uh, you put the dots together and think Alex Erickson might get some – some run and no targets. Okay. By the way, Tyler Boyd needs AJ Green to put up big games. I was very hesitant whenever Boyd. Sometimes, it, um, sometimes you need a number two, or excuse me, a legitimate number one wide receiver in order to take that pressure off the number two. And that's one of the concerns I had about Galladay. I wasn't one hundred percent sure that he was going to be able to step in. You know, game one of being the quote unquote the guy and uh, and take off with it. And I mean. He did okay, but he was all right. He wasn't. He wasn't what you expected. Getting that extra five targets that he was going to get with uh, Golden Tate out. No, and that offense just couldn't get it going. Uh, the Saints' defense actually looked pretty good. <laughs> if if they if they get to be, I'm not saying really good, but better than they have been. <laughs> the Bengals are so bad. Like, dude, they're just they were a winning for, record team at, for going the love into the God, game. Fire Marvin Lewis. Yeah, needs to happen. Well, like, why did you see who hired? Hugh Jackson. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. Please, Hugh. did this really happen? Yes. The The position has For not what? been... For what? It's not been announced. The position has not been announced, but he is back in the fold. So, oh, my God. I know, man. It's uh, That's like trying to stuff crack or crap back up your butt. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. You got rid of him. He was not the reason that Andy Dalton was successful in the past. That was one of his up and down years. Andy Dalton's like the yo-yoest quarterback ever. It, it's it had nothing to do with freaking Hugh Jackson. Jesus criminy! You guys, you know Ohio football, sad state right now. I thought for a second Arms was taking the cans off and walking out. No. You know what? <laughs> I'm done with this. Dude, the Browns won. Can we transition to that? Like, can we just say the Bengals are bad? Like they're, the, the they're Bengals, bad. the Bengals are 
they're they're just like so many teams in the league right now. They are hit and miss. You got Miami at five and five. I think the Bengals are at five and five. There's a handful of other teams that early on the season were like, "Oh, look, they're undefeated at three and zero." Like, mm, doesn't matter. You know what the best thing about being they're just in Ohio not, and not being a Bengals fan is the that reaction when the Bengals want win whenever they have that hot streak where they, I think they were what, five oh, and one. It's at just one like point. the Buckeyes. They're the best team in the world. See, I'm not insane like that. You know, Alabama's the best team till further notice. But you get uh, the Bengals, and all the Bengals fans are like, yeah, it's our year, man. It's our year. Like, dude, we are just th- playoffs, oh, yeah. Super Bowl, baby. And then they they lose, and you're like – And the, right. the Bengals fans are like, well, one loss. It's one loss, man. And, and then you've they, got the humble Browns fans that are like, yeah, we're probably not going to win this one. And then when they do, all the Browns fans are like, woof, woof, Brownies, two and six, woof, woof, woof. Or two, two five and one. I was gonna say like two six and one, two, two five, five and one, or something like two maybe something like that. But dude, Baker is uh, Baker is the real deal. I know I know we've already said it a few times, but did you see the throw he made on the run sure. across his body <laughs> to Higgins in the end zone? Yes, it was like a forty yard dart that he made on the on the run that was exactly where it needed to be. I saw that and I was like. It was his Baker. lowest percentage of probability of completion the entire game. They did like some sports science on it. I don't know where they get that uh, information, it's but a fantastic throw, and he is a fantastic leader. Like we said preseason, the reason we liked him so much is because he is a leader. He's going to rally the guys. He's going to play news. his heart out. I've said it many times. He's not Johnny Manziel. No, he is. I don't know who to compare him to, but he he's that guy that you have so much respect for that. You know, gets knocked out of the game and will not stay out of the game. He's he's just that guy. His competitiveness is. Uh, I'll go to arms. I'll go to arms comp on him. I think he's he's a young Drew Brees with a little more mobility. Correct. Like Drew Brees was not immobile. He just no. He learned how to play. When you learn how to play quarterback at the NFL level, you should not have to leave the pocket because you just have to have pocket awareness. Correct. I mean, you look at all the top quarterbacks in the league. They don't scramble out of the pocket. They scramble within the pocket, and they they create throwing lanes with their feet, and they avoid rushes with their feet. They just don't take off. You know, Tom Brady don't get sacked. Of you know, everyone everyone gets sacked. Let's talk about him next. Historically, uh, you know, Tom Brady doesn't get sacked. Aaron Rodgers doesn't get sacked. Drew Brees doesn't get sacked. Tom Brady never got. Peyton Manning never got sacked. You know, these these guys understand that the ball has to come out of your hand. You know, it has to get out. You have to create throwing lanes with your feet. You have to understand where people are. And uh, Baker's going to learn that where he doesn't have to escape the pocket. But he reminds me a lot of a young Drew Brees. Just giving his his receivers a chance. That's where I was going with that originally. Because that Rashard Higgins throw... He allowed Richard Higgins to run under the football. Yeah, he he threw it to a spot where the DB was not going to be. It's not like because he let the play over develop. I he, mean, it was, exactly. Yeah, it's not like this this play was designed to go right there. Nope. You were four and a half seconds, five seconds into this play, and he yeah. just it, it was a free release, you, you know, a, a jailbreak or whatever, and, and he just flings it into a spot and gave Higgins a chance to run under. That's yeah. playmaking ability. Yep. That's throwing him open. He's got a lot of Drew Brees in the pocket, and he's got a lot of Ben Roethlisberger to his game out of the pocket. True. Yeah. I mean, he just he's very good at improvising, buying buying the line time, buying the receiver's time, and putting it where it needs to go on the money. I, I'm nothing but impressed with Baker, and I think the Browns are going to at least – and, I, and then, I'm not being overly optimistic. I think the Browns are at least going to tack on two to three more wins before the season's over. And to me, that's a success. Yeah. Well, I mean, anything better than zero is a success compared to last year. Um, I think that they would have been in better shape if they had not brought back Hugh Jackson. <laughs> Straight from the get-go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even trying to be mean. Like, the guy doesn't even... He apparently We're talking about the job. Browns, though. Apparently he has a job now. But if they would have just started the season with... Pretty much anybody else. Oh yeah, yeah. They they probably they probably would have won two extra games. They probably wouldn't went into Atlanta. His best season as a with, head coach was five hundred, and that was with the Raiders. I don't know, eight years ago, ten years ago. Like, come on. Like yeah. the Raiders were like, <laughs> we see something we don't like here. So, uh, and, and and the Raiders are basically the Browns now, and they knew better. So come on, the new Browns. Yeah, the- I, I saw the Captain Phillips meme. He's like, look at me. Look at me, I'm the Browns now. I'm like, I hate you. I hate you, Internet. 
I hate you. You win. So true, though. It is the it truth. It is. It is. Hey, interesting fact. Uh, Baker Mayfield, the last four weeks, over the last four weeks, he's the number six quarterback. There's some buys in there. I like know? it. There's there's some Big Ben, Matt, Matt uh, Matthew Ryan, Andrew Glucks, Carson Wentz buys in there. But he's still, I mean, putting up the numbers. Nice. Hey. Dude, and looking good doing it. I mean, he's winning. He's winning doing it. One of those. Competitive. Uh, yeah, there's no no debate about who the best rookie quarterback has been. Zero debate. No. We, there's we, no one else that Darnold's that falling off a cliff. Yeah. Rosen. Josh Allen didn't make it to the cliff, neither did to Josh Rose. Right. <laughs> they were just like, I'm not hiking up there. No. <laughs> we're just staying down here at the bottom of the cliff for another season. I'm yep. going to go with no whenever you want to get to this cliff. <laughs> See you, Sam. <laughs> now, I will say the Cardinals offense looked better. They were in the game until late. Uh, Byron left, which did the right thing, and is getting David Johnson involved. David Johnson is now a 30-point uh, fantasy threat again, week in, week out. He got the volume on both sides. He got targeted, and he got carries, and they're going in the right I mean, direction. As, as many fantasy points he had. Was he playing defense, too? I mean, good Lord. He, he he put up a solid game, unlike Tom Brady, who I wanted to talk about next. Nick, has he drawn your ire yet as a Tom Brady owner? Are you aggravated Dude. at the two touchdownless games in a row no, he from TB12? Did he? Yeah, he hit Josh Gordon late. I didn't think he did positive i watched it okay anyways uh still not quite getting i'm apparently his jinx because i had him one time for a year and it wasn't the matt schaub year it wasn't when he got hurt like i traded for him like two years after that and uh, or yeah matt castle and i was like okay i'm gonna that's where i was going with that i actually traded tom brady for matt schaub (laughs) like that's because a no it it was actually a good trade it was at the time, it was he like, was a good starter for a minute. Yeah, well, he was young for a moment. And you're talking Schaub, not Castle, right? Not right. Talking okay. about Matt Schaub in his the peak of his two years <laughs> of relevance. He had a, he had a moment there where you went out and, and traded he finished for him. The, he yeah, he finished the number two quarterback. I was going to say se- he was like 400 before. yards a game for yeah. like a six yeah. games fan. You're like Jesus Christ, yeah. Matt Schaub had just finished as like the number two fantasy quarterback, and like, then was in the middle of another at the back end of yeah. another good year. And I was like, I had traded for Brady in the offseason. He'd done nothing. I'm like, I'm I'm getting rid of this cat. He's probably done anyway. Yeah. That was five years ago. Matt Schaub was like an Aaron Brooks part two. Five, five years ago? Excuse me? Yeah. You still had Matt Schaub five years ago? I don't know. Was, okay. This, has a, a this was pushing a decade, I think. Okay. I had to be pushing so. a decade. Yeah. I don't remember Matt but Schaub. But I'm his jinx. Five, five yeah, I'm his jinx. That's what it comes down to. But, yeah. well, uh, keep owning him because I like it. I, It'll I, be fun. I like I like the fact that the Patriots dropped one to a Tennessee offense that all of a sudden looked like the Rams. Uh, Derrick Henry scoring touchdowns left and right. Jesus Christ. Corey Davis scored a touchdown. Derrick Henry had a good game. He didn't get the volume, but I think he averaged five yards of carry, punched it in two times. Mariota looked fantastic. Corey Davis looked fantastic. Corey Davis looked really good. Real good. Really good. Janu. 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 We called the Tom Brady set and the Janu start. And Matt Breda. Matt Breda was a call last week. And Matt Breda had himself a nice game. Two touchdowns, 100 yards rushing. Giants just can't stop anyone. Yeah. They just can't do it. Yeah. The Giants, Giants? Giants can't do it. Yeah, Matt Big game out of Bereta, which was one of our not-so-obvious starts of the week, and uh, worked out pretty well. Uh, let's talk about some other happenings. The Bills. I started the Jets' defense in a ton of leagues. I felt like either Very one of those was a, either one was a great defense to start in that game. Man, I wish I had picked the Bills. I, they were, they're on the wire. Nobody has the Bills' defense on their redraft Th- teams. They'll remain there. Like you just leave that on the wire because nobody wants the Bills defense. They're going to get slaughtered, you know, eight out of ten times. It's just they happen to pay play the Jets uh, two of those ten. So I don't know, man. I, it doesn't make sense to me. AFC East is just so wonky. You don't. You have no idea. Besides the Patriots, what team is going to win, lose, get blown out, blow someone out? You just don't know. But it's, again, the the Patriots go out and lose to the Titans, who. Or very, so frankly, they're a pretty mediocre team. They look, they they do look like they're an improving team. As does that yeah, they whole could be division. A second, they could be a second half. I, I would not be surprised if the Titans were a second half uh, 
not a force to be reckoned with, but a second half nuisance for a lot of teams. Titans, Col- my bad. Titans, Colts, Texans. Titans, Colts, Texans. For- Jaguars, Jaguars are regressing. Though. Yeah, if it, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But that that's a suddenly a very competitive division. And what if you beginning of the season, it's a walk away. Like you're thinking Jaguars all the way. Houston might be able to make some noise depending on how Deshaun Watson comes back from injury. Titans didn't make the playoffs last year, right? I think yeah, they, they snuck did. in. So I mean my, but, but new coach and a lot you know, we didn't think it was gonna happen. My, my nephew was like, Man, I hope the Titans make the playoffs and he's a Steelers fan and I hope they draw uh, the the Patriots in the first round. I'm like, You do know how that's gonna turn out, right? He's like, How? I'm like, They're gonna crush the Titans. Like the Patriots More are gonna just just be like, Listen, Daddy's home. Yeah, but just but, go, but is, go there, lay down. is there any possibility that the Titans being Foxborough South, as they said on the the broadcast, because you've got Mike Vrabel and and he, is there any possibility the Titans know exactly what the Patriots are going to try to do against them and stop? Absolutely. I, I mean, there's a reason the Lions and the t- Titans have beat the Patriots this year. It's because Matt Patricia and Mike Vrabel know what. Bella, exactly. Not just what it, anyone can break down the film, but but they know exactly historically how's that what worked they out. Do. No, that, we're not we're not saying they're going to beat them saying, in the playoffs. What I'm saying is historically that's never actually worked for the the receiving no. team of the assistant coach. <clears throat> no, no, because Patriots Patriots assistants and you know that tree that breaks off. Bill Belichick still like you know congratulations on your team, but I am still your father. And you will listen to me and yeah, lose this game. There, there, Bill Belichick does not have a single assistant, obviously, other than Patricia and currently Vrabel, who has a winning record against Patriots. Right. Never. But now, never. Yeah, very, but that's Vrabel's in the highlight very, of Tom Brady's career, and he is on very he's much on the low light. No, no, no Gronk, yeah. unhealthy Gronk. Un- Julian Edelman ain't right. Uh, Josh Gordon ain't right. Yeah. He broke his. He what was a broken finger, separated or something. He's got a little knick-knack injury. And i got to say, if there's any coach off that tree that I believe in, it's Mike Rabel. I'm a Mike Rabel believer. I I think he's going to play a balanced game. I think he's a good young mind, a good head coach. Did he uh, ever actually coach for him? Because I want to say he's Yeah, he was a linebacker's coach. And then uh, then D.C. for – he was D.C. for what? The Titans? And then moved into the head coach role? Am I wrong on this? Yeah, I or DC. For, I feel yeah. like he was DC no, he was somewhere for like, a minute. He, I, no, I mean, he may have been just linebacker coach. I don't know. He's just been a linebacker coach. It's been Patricia for the last. I know. Long. I know he wasn't yeah. for the Patriots. I know he's never DC. Yeah, Vrabel was an off the wall hire when they did it, uh, sort of. But uh, back to the Patriots. Uh, apparently, a report came out that Rob Gronkowski will not be a Patriot next season, and that the Patriots will ship him down the road, even if they have to wheel him down the road in a dolly. Who said that? I can't remember the reporter, but that that was the title was Gronk will be shipped out even if it has to be by Dolly. Good lord. I I well I mean he he's not getting on the field. That's that's what we're used to out of Gronk. By the way, he was uh DC for the Texans last year. Okay. Yes, that makes There we go. I don't know. I, there's just a lot of bad stuff going with New England. I don't think yeah, anyone's necessarily there's a dark unhappy about because Dion. What Dion Lewis said about them, I didn't did hear you, that. You didn't hear that? No. Oh, in this post game, he's like, "Well, when you don't pay your players, when you go cheap, you get your ass beat." Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah I loved it, dude. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's, that's good pretty stuff. good." Then again, let, come on, Dion. Like James White makes you look terrible. I don't Come know. Come on, man. I don't know. D- James White is not good. Statistically, he is. Let the numbers He's bear out. He's not that good. He's a good receiving back. But but, but, you this, know, but that's Deion Lewis, though. I know, but listen, you put James – it's the Patriot effect. You put James White on another NFL team. Now, there's a couple that would still work, but if you ship James, James White, kind of, they expected more, I think. I, I think they expected more. But I mean, you ship James White off to another team; he's not putting up those numbers. It's he's he's a slot receiver on the Patriots. Another team will get him, and he'll be the running back out of the backfield, the third down back catch passes, and his his reception total gets cut in half. I mean, he's there's there's something to be said for the Patriots system and being able to make any running back Rick we Rex Burkhead. Some of the names that have been relevant, even if only for a minute in New England, 
tell, tells you about their system. I mean, there's Jonas Gray. Jonas Gray. Not even in the league. What do you have? Like, he had a 200-yard game with him and a handful of 100-yard games. But I, I bet I cut that guy four times. And it's like he got cut by the Patriots. I'm like, well, he's never going to play anywhere else if he's not making it on the Patriots. Because they don't care about the quality of running back. They sign him again. He starts. I'm like, Jesus Christ, me, Jonas Gray. Stop yep. it. Stop. Yep. That's a real person. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real person. <laughs> I, no, I remember. Yeah, it is. Typical flash in a pan at running back. Yeah, but... I mean, they, they could sign Tim Hightower today, and he'd have a 100-yard game next week. They just signed Tim Hightower. Boom. There just you go. Just, no. Pick up for I the can, week. I could see that. I'm like, what? Yeah. Let's uh let's run through some fantasy relevant players this week and we'll talk about some more game stuff. But if you want to. Quarterback. Uh the Roethlisberger uh, was the number one quarterback and okay, this lead this transitions me perfectly because the number two quarterback was Mitchell Trubisky and I if I'm in the playoffs, I'm terrified to face Chicago. Terrified to face Chicago because their offense is progressing as the season goes on with an already good defense. This offense is good. After a slow start to the season, like Trubisky's kind of caught fire. Trubisky's caught fire. Tariq Cohen is a great weapon. Anthony Miller Mm -hmm. has caught fire. Ned, I know you're a Miller guy. I am too. He's he's caught fire. He I think he's got a couple hundred yard games in a row. Been in the end zone two games in a row. He's this is a modern offense. I mean, it's as close to like Kansas City as you can get. Anthony Miller's like a, kind of progressing in the poor man's Tyreek uh, Tyreek Hill. You got the big body outside in Allen Robinson. You got the shifty back in Tariq Cohen. I mean, the this problem is, is you have to combine Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard to get eighty percent of Kareem Hunt. But you don't. You don't. I. I don't know. You could use. You could use Tariq Cohen slightly differently than uh, Kareem Hunt. And you could, at this point, like I said last last podcast and on the grade of the trade, I mean, Jordan Howard's worthless to this. I'm sorry. I'm just talking I'm, about I'm the, he, he, he won't, he won't a, be in Chicago next season. I'm going to be a little harsh and just be like, he's worthless to that offense. To that offense, yes. If, if he gets traded and goes somewhere where he could be a bell cow, then maybe he he's gets He's Derrick Henry last year to the Titans. Yes. Like He can maybe yep. he can grind out. If you keep him fresh, he's a load to take down whenever you're a gas defense trying to get a three and out. Like I, I would be terrified if I played almost an hour of football and then I saw Jordan Howard come into the game fresh. Yeah. I would be terrified. However, if it's the first quarter, I'm like, eh, this guy's slow. He's what get what I'm getting at is Cream Hunt can break tackles. Tariq Cohen can only make people Oof, miss more than uh, that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Cohen's not like a – there's no reason to make Cohen your main back in Chicago. But, I mean, you don't – I get what you're saying. You smaller, but – Yeah. You don't pay Jordan Howard, though. Like, you could draft a guy in the fourth round and have him play that Howard role in that offense. You don't have to – you don't have to pay Jordan Howard. No, no. No, absolutely not. But I mean, that, you could literally get LeGarrette Blount. Let's not go too far. I mean, I watched I watched the Lions hand the ball to Legarrette Blunt this weekend, and all I could think about was you bitching about Legarrette Blunt because that's what Legarrette Blunt did. Exactly what you complained about. He get a half a yard and get pushed back. He get a yard and he get pushed back. It's like, man, he's done. He is done. Why are they giving him the ball? Legarrette Blunt shouldn't be getting a single carry. Unlike Superman Frank Gore, who again put up almost hundred yards on the ground, but. So yeah. there were some interesting uh, names up towards the top. So you got Nick Chubb at 176 yards. Uh, to that up till he was his, electric. Up till his 92 yard touchdown run, I mean he had 74 yards on 19 carries. Or I guess if you take out the 92 yard touchdown run, it's so still a solid day. It, it is a solid day, but that, that's literally that's. I mean, he would have been the number 14 running back yeah, that's, without that. He's Carlos Hyde. And then he adds a 92-yard touchdown on. Yeah. Like, he does everything Carlos Hyde did before, and he adds a 92-yard touchdown. He touchdown pass, too. He 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 did. He had some big plays for the team. I, uh, I, I, I love him. I, I, really, I really like Chubb. I, I, That's I, where I was getting. What's his value going forward? Is, is he a top 5, top 10, I'm top gonna, 15? I think he's a top 10 pick in startup leagues next season. Uh, redraft leagues, I think he's a top 10 as well. I think he's a top 10. He's on the back end, unless he finishes the season out with multiple 100-yard games and some uh, receptions. Receptions are the key to whether he's just a top 10, 
at the back end or, or if he's inching towards five. But it's it's hard to predict if he's going to get many receptions because Duke Johnson is their pass catching back, and okay. that that it's all going to depend. I like Chubb as the top ten going into next. I season. mean, he caught three for three targets, averaging eleven yards yeah. a pop. I think he'll always get at least one one to three receptions. It's it's a matter of can he can he become more reliable in the pass game and go up to that Melvin Gordon like status. Typically they do in week in year 2 for for rookie. They get it's not that they become better pass catching mats, they're better at pass pro, you know. Yes. They they're they're reliable on a passing situation to protect the quarterback when they're not involved in the play. So, yeah, I expect a progression from them, kind of making Duke Johnson a little more uh uh expendable in in the next off season you know talking about between 19 and 20 yeah you don't want to tie all your money up in, in running backs as Dion nick, lewis says you know yeah <laughs> nick Chubb, nick chubb is is a three down back just he might be a, another year away okay might be another year away. Or, or three based on that contract they've got a uh, they have contract. a good basis on that offense if they could add either add a receiver if, or if callaway can step up or, or someone i just feel like the chemistry's got to get there with baker i don't think that jarvis landry's the problem I just think that there's just they're just not quite in sync yet. It, it'll happen. I mean, once he starts trusting Jarvis Landry the way he trusts for some ungodly reason David Njoku to throw him 13 balls a game, like, you know, I don't know. And he's actually hitting Njoku in the hands. Maybe he just got to realize that the speed difference or something. I don't know. But so on down the list, um, Breda's, you know, most of the names are usual suspects. I mean, you're buying Johnson, right? Buying Dave Johnson doing Absolutely. something similar to this going forward. Maybe not 30 points or 38 points, but having a productive similar. I think a he, top 10 production going I, forward. I think he's good for 20 plus the rest of the way. Niddle? Who? David Johnson. David Johnson. You talking top 10 going forward? Oh, I told, I mean, I, I like. I, we talked about David Johnson as a playoff, a guy you acquire for yes. a payoff, a yeah, playoff push and, and a championship push. Like David Johnson is absolutely positively uh, a stud, and they're going to get him more involved. Byron Leftwich, I like that name drop. Byron yeah, Leftwich, maybe. What about uh, Aaron Jones? Are we buying him rest of season? He had a breakout game, looked looked really good against the hapless Miami Dolphins rush defense, but he did look really explosive, really quick caught the ball well he's gotten better in pass pro his second year aaron jones brings a lot to the table if they're going to commit to him i mean to me he's far and away the best running back that they've got i mean what jamal williams had three carries for three yards in that game they finally committed i guess to aaron jones and why go away from it going forward i mean jones last year averaged i think a yard and a half more a carry than jamal williams did now a lot of that can you can make the argument. Well, he did that, but they've got Aaron Rodgers and they got to respect the pass, of course. But they still have Aaron Rodgers, and you still have to respect the pass. Give Aaron Jones the the lion's share of the carry and let that guy feast. Now, is he going to get what two touchdowns and 145 yards on the ground? Nah, not every week. But it wouldn't surprise me if he always kind of remained above that 75 mark going forward. And you know, if he gets into the end zone with that, that's that's what you basically need. Add a few receptions, your money. Yeah, uh, I, I like him going forward. I acquired him before the trade deadline in, in one of my leagues because I needed a number two running back, and I feel like he can give you that production. So I do like him going forward. Another guy that had his breakout game, which I don't expect to continue because they've it? already they have already talked about the other guy coming back oh. and being excited about it. But Rashad Penny looked freaking good yesterday. He did. He that was entire running game quick. Yeah, he, he got to the outside quick. He cut. He burst through the holes quick. Rashad Rashad Penny showed why he was a first round pick yesterday, and I was I was impressed. Bounce cuts, vision, speed to beat the defense. I mean, he he showed a little bit of it all, the only except for in the receiving game. Uh, but that that was how they were attempting to beat the Rams was to dominate the ground and and almost worked. It, yeah, it almost it did almost work. But yeah, I'm with you. Rashad Penny looked like a first round draft pick. Yesterday, he wasn't called upon for number one duties, but given the chance, like he made a lot of good cuts to daylight, you know, and, and it wasn't just small daylight. It was it was home runs he was trying to hit. So I, I, I kind of like where he's at, but I'm still a Mike Davis fan. Mike Davis can bang it in the middle of the. Who? It, yeah. Mike Davis. Oh. 
Mike, 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 Mike. He, dude, he runs, he runs hard, runs heavy. There's he a, had a good game too. He put up eighteen say, he points. He ended up league. ahead of Rashad Penny on the fantasy wire there. Yep, he sure did. You, we could talk about Rashad Penny. Like I'm just saying, don't, don't forget that there's some other good backs there. I mean, when you add in Chris Carson, I mean, I'm just saying, well, cool the hype on, on, yeah, uh, as good as Rashad Penny looked. He's still not going to be a yeah, the the that, lead role guy, and yeah. I'm not calling him rest of the season. That's what uh, I was as a say. guy to, as a guy to acquire if you could even still trade target in the off season though target in the off season possibly. But what are you giving up for him? Because, right, too much Depend, because you're going to have to depend on your him. roster construction. I think I mean, you're going to have to pay the same price you did for a Chris Carson this year because uh, I'm I'd okay paying that. that. Yeah, if it's I'd say you I say you have to pay Rashad Penny preseason prices. Man, all it takes I, I is a couple I games. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that yet. I mean, I, I guess if he's if he rides out the season with three more hundred yard games, it, it looks like it's worth it. I think if he tacks on at least like if he gets the opportunity of one more game going forward and does the same thing, I'm buying. Um, okay, but if they give if Chris Carson has a string of hundred yard games and looks good, I'm not buying because year two is probably going to be a lot like year one. With just a dash more carries and a little bit more relevance. All right. One more name to talk about that do you believe it or not? Derrick Henry. Is this what he is? Or is he what he's been literally every other game? I don't trust him. He's turd. I don't trust him at all. I mean, he he falls forward for a yard. Great job, Derrick. Yeah, Usually it's for half yard. Like he he's looks getting, better. He's getting hit in the backfield and falls forward for still half yard. I mean, what the heck? They're, they're using the running backs better, but I'm still not buying uh, – I would have bought a few weeks ago at the bottom of his value uh, just for games like this, bye week plays, but that's about it. I'm not touching this one. Like, as soon as I say something opposite will happen on Derrick Henry, so. Are you an owner? Huh? No, 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 I got rid of him. Okay, okay. For a first. Like, I, I, I ripped somebody The other somebody person off. got hooed. Nice sale. <laughs> but then he goes on a hot streak of <laughs> touchdown, hot streak. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not jumping in the water on that one. He's just... I, I wish he was good. I wish him the best, but maybe a little too big for yeah. the NFL. We'll talk yeah. some wide receivers. Ended on uh, LaShawn McCoy. Best game in forever. <laughs> Arms is like, yeah, I know. I know, bro. F LaShawn, F LaShawn McCoy. So we have F the, Shady. We love back row Shady. battles. And we had the back row battle of uh, Knit versus Arms in our main league. And it's dubbed the battle for the Copper Cross. Ye old Copper Cross. Ye old Copper Cross. And uh, Nit, Nit put it to him a little bit. You know, a little LaShawn McCoy and <laughs> I mean, LaShawn and McCoy Allen and Allen Robinson had the best game of the year. Now, granted, as Chad said, you cut their points in half. Well, I well, still would have won. <laughs> if you look at the numbers they put together, you'd have to cut their points in third to make the average of what they normally do. But anyhow, so I ended up getting beat. Um, I think I ended up with a guy who got injured on at the, in the first quarter at linebacker, and then I ended up uh, – it didn't matter. It just didn't matter. It doesn't and, and matter. Go, and Golden Tate. I ended up getting shafted oh, by man. the uh, – you, you sound like an NFL head coach at a press conference who's trying to keep his job. Well, first off, I pay, here, I pay the league fee in that. I'll keep my job if I want to. Will well, Arms get fired from the Carolina Copperbeards yeah. this week? Well, here's here's the reason I didn't win. Uh, the other team was just, the the other you know, the other team the other team they just played way over their uh, talent level, and uh, we had a couple guys get hurt, and uh, I didn't play the right players. Uh, I let the actually deadline. If you look at my roster. I did play the right players. I let the deadline go by yeah. without upgrading over Derek Carr, and it's uh, it's affecting the Copper Beards the rest of the way. <laughs> you couldn't trade for Eli Manning in that league. Dak <laughs> uh, Prescott Ar- was waiting on you. Arms has a really that- good team, top to bottom, and well, Golden Tate sucks no. all of a sudden, but bottom to right before bo- bottom, top. Yeah, bottom to almost bottom to right above that running back one slot, and then you got Derek Carr leading a team of Kamara and Michael Thomas. And Golden Tate, and Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon and Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey, and he, there's even some good defensive guys in there, Landon Collins. But you got Derek Carr leading the way, and that just spells disaster for your fantasy team. It does. Like I'm the weight, uh, I'm the biggest weight on the quarterback I gave you guy. Nick ever. Mullins, bro. You all you had to do was ask. He, he did finish four point four spots above Derek Carr, which wouldn't have mattered. Boom, wouldn't have mattered. That Nick five points wouldn't make Mullins. a difference. So let's move on over to receiver. I uh, could I could talk about this the rest of the episode. Me too. Well, just I've only about got about seven minutes. It's so. the, it's the Copper Beard special. No, uh, Zay Jones is the surprise of the week at wide receiver. Apparently, if Matt Barkley plays, 
you can play Zay Jones safely. He had uh, a touchdown, and he also had plenty of receptions and a little bit of yards. Didn't break the 100-yard mark, but I, I wouldn't buy this. Eight for 93 in a but yeah, Zay Jones, I am not buying rest of season, nor am I buying any bill for that matter. Even I was, McCoy. Maybe, maybe have him on your bench to see if he does it for a few more weeks, but no, nah, you can't put a lot of stock in him. Chad, anything you'd like to input on that? No, I don't. I, I do not like Zay Jones. So no. That office, I mean, it, that was just a, aberration. They were playing a team that is frankly worse than them in the Jets. That's the only reason Zay Jones had uh, much input. Or much to do with that game, they established the run, which freed up Zay Jones. They were just trying to stop uh, Shady McCoy and whatever running, but other running back was in Marcus Murphy. Marcus Murphy. Mark. Yeah, I mean they were running the ball at will against the Jets, which eventually came to uh, all the receivers are open. Robert Foster, an undrafted rookie, had a hundred yards receiving for the Bills in this game. What you know? Robert, what you know about Robert Foster? Robert Foster. I clicked on his name. I clicked him. <laughs> He's from Alabama. Clicky, clicky. He went to Alabama. He probably didn't play. Stud. Wow. He's probably Stud. a four-star recruit. Never saw the field. Yeah. <sighs> Much like most of Alabama's players, and is the premier receiver on the Bills. <laughs> Alshon didn't help you this week. Mike Evans didn't help you this week. Calvin Ridley didn't help you this week. Uh, DJ Moore didn't help you this week, unfortunately. A uh, couple, couple I, names, I, though. Kind of sad. So, we, we talked about the Allen Robinson, uh, the, the boom week of Marquez. him. Um, and Robinson has, you know, some ups and downs. I mean, but when when healthy, he's over, you know, he's eight points plus, right? Most of his games are ten points or more. Um, and I know Chad's going to like to hear this, but to round out basically the fantasy playoffs – you're going back to back against the Lions week 12, week 13 against the Giants, week 14 against the Rams defense that allows a lot of passing yards, uh, week 15 against the Packers, and week 16, if you're still playing, it's against the Niners. Huge, a, huge opportunity and then for Allen Robinson. And same thing with Anthony Miller. So they're both yeah. – I mean, those might be guys that if if you still have trading ability on your uh, in your league – you know, yeah. maybe some guys to target. I mean, they've got a, a soft schedule going forward. Yeah. Were, were we talking about Cooper Cup on the air? I knew we said. We did. I, we I, talked about his ACL tear. And I said, I, I don't think I said I, I dropped him on the air. I, I dropped him for a- Andrew Miller or Anthony, Anthony Miller. Miller. Wow. Uh, so In a redraft, he, right? Yeah. And he, he okay. was available. He's still available. So good, good switch there. Uh, Anthony, this Bears offense has a, can light it up over the next six weeks expect uh buy all bears right now except jordan howard i'm in on the bears i'm in on the bears as a playoff disruptance i i they look great uh, they look really good the difference between the bears and and obviously the offense you know leans towards the rams but the bears actually have a legitimate defense oh god like they're not the, they're not just like oh we're beating people by 30 but the other team's scoring 25 yeah like they're i mean they're the uh the, and they're six and three I mean, they've got a winning record. It, it, it's not something that they just started doing winning games. They've been winning games. Now they're just winning them more convincingly on offense. Khalil Mack is a freight train. He is a locomotive of a human being. Yeah. Like, you I, cannot stop. Did you see the sack that he had? Where don't trade that guy if you got him as an NFL team. Don't. Stiff, arms the, stiff arms the chipping tight end, puts a spin move on the left tackle, leaps over the running back, and then destroys the quarterback off of one leg. That's one play. That is one play. Stiff arm, rip inside, hurdle a guy, sack. Like the guy's just – he makes that team so much better. So, he, so much better. I mean, basically him and Roquan are the major differences. Roquan had 13 total tackles this week. Like he is coming – he's coming into that top 10 linebacker spot like we predicted him before the season. He is He is turning it on. Stud. 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 All right, I went over to tight ends. Yes. It's all about Indianapolis, who <laughs> plays a three tight end offense. Mo Alley Cox. Mo, Mo Alley Cox. Just, Picked him up my 32-teamer. He's paying dividends for keep, me. Just keeps getting touchdowns. You're like, who? Who? Mo Alley Did he play basketball Cox. somewhere last year? Like, it's it just mind-blowing. Zach Ertz is doing... Um, Something special this year. Yeah, you would Good think Lord. Ebron with three touchdowns would be the guy this week. Nope, it's Zach Ertz. 
I mean, four, he raises the bar every week. Fourteen catches for 145 yards. I mean, there's there's now two tight. He's ends. like Golden Who? There are literally two tight ends in the league. All right, that you want. Then it's George Kittle, right? And after that, it's a. I mean, it's awful because right now it's it's Kelsey and Ertz, and that's it. There's Kelsey nobody else. Ertz. By themselves. Dude, George, George Kittle, Eric Ebron, and sadly Austin Hooper kind of I on know, tier two. Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper made a couple great catches this weekend. Uh, He's a good receiving I, threat. I take man. everything back about Austin Hooper. Thank he you. He is guys. the real deal. It took the guy top five. 10 and catches to get 56 yards. I don't care. That, that's Game that's flow. PPR. That's uh, 10 points off the rip. That's because you were getting sl- or getting uh, slaughtered by the Browns. So, you know. Who, he's, he, hey, listen, listen. Would I, you rather have Austin Hooper or Evan Ingram right now? Yeah. Who, I mean, who I do mean, you want? If you're... It for the playoff stretch. Put your money where your mouth is and say Evan Ingram. I would. I would rather have Evan Ingram for the playoff stretch. Yeah, the, uh, that's the Giants. Why are getting, you lost to me, bro? That's why the, the Copperbeards are, are firing Aaron either, Arms this week. Do either one of us have Hooper or Ingram? I have no. I have both of them in my other league. Oh, okay, the squad, that's, that's, and I'm not, I have, that's not our league. I have Ingram and Chris Herndon, and I've started Chris Herndon in the last two weeks in one of my leagues. Hey, you just said for the rest of the season. He's outproduced him. For the rest, Who? for the rest, oh, Ingram, over Ingram. Yeah, okay. but Eli actually got a little bit of protection last night. A little bit. He looked fairly competent as an NFL quarterback. Oh, it's taking it far. Did you watch the game? Take, Back to his days. As a Copperbeard's <laughs> fan, I'm demanding no, the firing of their GM. Listen, I'm just saying that there were four seconds point points in time. He had four seconds to throw the damn ball. Didn't have that the whole rest of the year. I'll give you that. I okay. mean, now, the lot, only how, two how, quarterbacks how much, I've ever seen him own are Eli Manning and Derek Carr. <laughs> how, well, okay. I picked up Derek Carr after a ridiculously good season. Anyhow, yeah. Um, now, with that being said, it was against the 49ers. So, if it did the offensive line improve or the 49ers just that bad? Uh so that's that's a big concern about it. I, I think the 49ers, the 49ers don't have that difference maker up front that gets the quarterback consistently. See, DeForest Buckner's good, man, but he's easily, but he's he's just blockable. How good is he? Because I needed 17 points out of DeForest Buckner last Deep. night. My name DeForest. Didn't, didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't mean, happen. there wasn't a lot of 17 point uh, producers on the line. The entire yeah. defense in all of my fantasy leagues. So. We'll have to touch on some IDP in the next episode. But there's about five. DeFore's so. just been consistent. He's not. He's not an overthrow. Decent. Yeah, I'm not saying he's bad, but he's not a Khalil Mack. He's not. He's not a difference a disruptor. He's not Aaron Donald. He's nowhere near these guys. We're uh, we are starting to see some consistency at tight end. I mean, the names in the top ten. You got your sprinkling of uh, turd flakes along the way, but you it is Ertz, it is Ebron, it's Hooper, it's Kittle. Vance McDonald is kind of in that top ten most of the time. Janu is breaking into the top ten. Uh, Kelsey's still there, Ricky Sills-Jones, Trey Burton. I mean, it's names, so we're getting a little bit of consistency out of the landscape. Yeah, But I don't see but. anyone that I'm rushing out to grab for the stretch, stretch run. It's not Mo'Ally Cox. There's no Mo Alley Cox available. It's there. not. It's not a uh, Rams tight end for me. But Niddle, were you saying earlier that you do like no. one of the Rams tight ends rest no. away? No, it, it, that was his argument against Josh Reynolds. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I was making the case against Josh Reynolds going into the Cooper Cup full time role. Like Gerald Everett's going to get some playing time split out as a wide receiver. I'm not endorsing Gerald Everett whatsoever. So big, uh, obviously a huge game coming up: Rams versus the Chiefs. I mean, does this kind of... I would say it, it's a it, Super Bowl preview, but the Saints are, are skewing my view. Well, that's yeah. that's where I was going with this. So, with, with the at now absence of Cooper Cup, and he's not coming back this year, of course, is it the Saints-Chiefs? Like, is that what we're looking forward to, that showdown? I, I like the experience of Drew Brees. I think Jared Goff is a fine quarterback, and I he's a good one. There, there's no debate anymore. He's a really good quarterback. Uh, last year in the offseason, we talked about the Rams just needing a little more 
seasoning as Nit likes to call it. I'm not sure if they're seasoned enough to get past the Saints, but but it could go either way. I think I, they need all way. the weapons. They're they're young enough though. I mean they they're fresh enough. I I like the receiving core without Good, receiving yeah. core more than I like uh, your boy Michael Thomas and that receiving core. Just because there's no one there's when you're signing Brandon Marshall. Marshall oh yeah, you need another. There's no tight end there. Uh, Tyler Higby's been he's been okay when when they call upon him. Um, I mean now the difference is Kamara Kamara and Ingram. Yeah, I mean you've got. You've got a good running back in Ingram, and then you've got a, another one in Kamara. You've got a game breaker in Kamara. Gurley's a game breaker too, but I mean, I think you have to account for both running backs in the Saint for the Saints in that equation. Breeze, two running backs: Michael Thomas, Gurley, Goff, Woods, and Cooks. So to me, it's kind of like four on four. Yeah, but you can play. You can play both receivers at the same time. You can play both running backs at the same. No, time. they're Not, scary with both. They, the it, Saints are scary with yeah. both receivers. They run a. They'll run a fake screen to Kamara. That's how. The, that's how Ingram scored his touchdown. Was a fake screen to Kamara. The defense just flows that way. Yep. And they basically throw not a naked screen back the other way, but like Ooh, just naked. Just one. They just have one lineman pulling. They they send the entire line with Kamara. Fake it that way, and then you're. You got one lineman and a receiver downfield. Yeah, you don't have that with with the Rams. Don't get me wrong; you've got better receivers, a, a better core from top to bottom, really. But you don't have that dual running back threat. Yeah, uh, it, it's uh, that'll be a fun one. It, it'll it'll be a real fun one, and the the keep to leave coming happens. back. So that that I mean, the loss of uh, of Cup, the addition of. Akeem Talib back on the team, you know. Talib well, didn't look that great before he went out, though. I, I he can be. He can yeah, be that maybe. Well, we'll Everyone see. has a bad game or two. And, and then flipping over to the Chiefs, that's a game where yeah, we're t- doing that Saints preview there. Uh, if like that happens, Chiefs NFC Championship preview. I feel uh, like there's a. I feel like there's a little little bit of slowing down with the Chiefs. Not a lot. Tyreek ain't little. What? Where? Like they, where they, are they slowing down? Because they, I mean, you can't throw six touchdown passes every game. No, right. what? But but when you were used to throwing four to six, uh, when you throw two, that's slowing down. I mean, it's I, I it's mean, a little bit of a slowdown. They twenty six points. That's that's okay. They won, but I think we kind of called that. We said like below Patrick their average. could have one of his. Oh, you're talking about the. My bad. I thought you were talking about Pat Pat Mahomes. Uh, the way he ended his day yeah he, I, he was fine i mean the whole team was fine but fine's not what we've seen out of the chiefs this season fine i'll give you that a little bit not saying it's going to continue but you it, can't you can't run as high octane what arms is saying is as high octane as that offense is you can't run on jet fuel all season long no. you know luckily they have the raiders twice uh, in the second half of the season so i mean they're you're still going to get five touchdown performances out of Patty Mahomes. Oh, absolutely. Maybe uh, ten. Right. Maybe two ten touchdown performances. Is yep. It? Not over both games. Just yeah. Yeah. Per game. Per yeah. game. And or they per have game Seattle. Is. They have Seattle as well. You can score on Seattle, but they they do have Baltimore and the Chargers. I mean, that's uh, in the Rams. So the, the, there is there's opportunity there. It just depends on which skill player is going to get it. Right. They were in control of this game from the start over Arizona. Now Arizona threatens. They threat Arizona. We we said it. Arizona has one of the best secondaries in the league. They truly yes. do have a like I believe Patrick Arizona, Peterson, Buda Baker. I mean, they're still good. That's a that's that's a vaunted defense if secondary. Yes, <laughs> I was going to say worst running. I did. I did league, that. But, I did that on purpose. But that's a good defensive secondary. Correct. Good enough to keep Patrick behind. In order at two to beat in order to beat Arizona, you just don't have to pass the ball. And that's the one thing. If you look at what Patrick Mahomes does, he struggles a little bit. Now, two touchdowns is still good. Still the 14th overall uh, quarterback. But he struggles a little bit a little bit against elite secondaries. Just look at the numbers. Look at who he's, he's he, performing. He plays, he plays normal against elite secondaries. Yeah, there you go. Struggle at, by Pat Mahomes standards. Nick Mullins, if Nick Mullins would have had the Patty Mahomes game, we'd have been like, Nick Mullins is a real deal, folks. <laughs> MVP, Nick Mullins. Real deal, Nick Mullins. Real quick, before we wrap it up, I do want to point out one thing, because uh, people might miss it. Deion Jones. Coming back. back. Baby, so, come back. Just um, get him in your lineups. He'll, he'll walk in. He'll, uh, 
Why not? Why not play him one or week one when he comes back? So, Dion's back. Anything else? Tell a friend. I'm good, man. That's a good good. wrap. Thanks Uh, for wrapping it with me. I missed the IDP, but we'll we'll hit it up. We'll hit it up uh, as soon as possible. Yeah, tomorrow night when we record our uh, pregame. Pregame. We'll talk a little IDP real quick. Amen, brother. Just for the IDP folks. All right. Mark's out. Good night. Deuces. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.